1: Thank <laughs> you. So this is a podcast just for Benny the Tosser and the GWS Primer for Season 2016.
2: Yep, um, GWS next year or this year are fucked. Um, yeah, catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know.
1: It is funny that I do know uh, uh, a number of GWS um, members and people that go, like, not just members, but people that go to the games, you know, week in, week out.
2: That is or pretty impressive. And I mean, you did live in Western Sydney for, for a fair while, but I think that's even more impressive that... Living in Western Sydney, you found people that actually support AFL.
3: Yeah, well, it's, or just sports sport. I think is yeah. the
1: that's it though. Yeah. They're, they're not um, AFL fans, or sorry, they're not Australian football fans. Yep. They're like, oh well, fuck it, they got a team out here. It's easy to get to. It's cheap. Easy to take your kids to. Yeah, exactly. It's not like they're <laughs> the know, ones you're clients. claiming.
3: Good, good parking. It,
1: absolutely, all yeah. these yeah. things. You
3: yeah. can steal nice cars to get <laughs> home. <That's>, that <laughs> can't happen.
1: No, that does yeah. not happen out there.
2: You got get as far as Quakers Hill, then you get. Re-stolen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so let's uh, let's have a look at Jittery West. Um, coming along nicely is one of the expansion clubs, if if we they're always gonna be grouped together with Gold Coast. Yeah. Anytime they're mentioned, um, probably for the next right probably for their lifetime. Yeah. Um, so the next ten years. Um, in the race of development for expansion clubs, I think they're the clear front runners. Yeah,
2: yeah. i can put that ahead. And it's, it's only from probably well, round I'm gonna say an arbitrary round five onwards but at pre-season you wouldn't have picked them to be going as good as they were over when compared to Gold Coast.
1: In 2015?
2: Yeah. No. I always felt like it was up in the air with, with GWS, especially with Patton going down and them getting Scully and people was like yeah did you really give up something for Scully? Uh, or not give up but um, take up some room for Scully.
1: Oh they paid overs. Yeah. And they were unashamedly playing overs.
2: Yeah and so there was always a question about are they really going in the right direction? And well, they are, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, be, uh, against all odds. Yeah. Um, well, and,
3: yeah, they've been savaged by injury and still able to beat teams that really should be accounting for Jed West quite easily.
1: Well, yep. one of the other things I had to look through, and I think uh, what this is their fourth season in 2015. But I think uh, the first year, where well, they didn't suffer a 100-point loss. Really? Um, that's something. They still had a 90-odd against yep. um, Sydney, but otherwise, like that's something.
2: It'd be interesting to see, have they inflicted a 100-point loss?
1: A 100-point win? Win? I don't think so. I know they got um, damn close. We'll have a look at the Carlton game. because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, they, they put some big uh, margins on Carlton and on the Gold Coast too, I think.
3: I think they had a 10-goal on Melbourne too.
1: Yeah. I know they kicked a the 12-goal quarter against Melbourne, but I think that was 2014 mm. um, from memory. Um, but uh, it, it is um, a testament to the way that they've set themselves up, but also... Um, I think they've been very fortunate. And one of the comparisons we make with Gold Coast is their senior players. Mm, Gold Coast yeah. have sort of um, taken people for a holiday. Yeah. And, you know, and the off cast yeah. Whereas GWS have taken people that were still hungry. Yeah. And um, their senior players that have come in have all been... Uh, no, the majority have been winners.
3: Yeah.
1: Mumford was... You know, near all Australian form until he went down with injury. Heath Shaw was their best and fairest, and
3: yeah. all Australian. And deservedly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, uh, Ryan Griffin had his first year there, and he yeah. was uh, very good. Callum Ward was good. Yeah. Uh, Reese Palmer had some up and down moments, but the, you can f- uh, find a lot of winners um, among the, those yeah. players. And
3: the thing is, too, they've managed to stick together because so often uh, you see young players go to second, third tier teams. And they'll sit there for two, three years, maybe, and then fuck off to a team they want to go to. Uh, there's been a couple of exits, but mm. by and large, there's
1: been a lot of exits. Let's okay. be honest.
3: But it's, none of the ones they need, like absolutely needed to keep, they can cover them. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, we, yeah.
0: we'll,
1: we'll get to their exits, but they have lost, you know, top five draft picks. Yeah,
2: but I feel mm. what they where Gold Coast went to a very strict sort of elder leadership um, strategy when you had um, fucking who did they got Hawks again. Uh, Campbell, Campbell Brown. Brown Campbell Brown yeah and you had Bock coming in yeah. and I players know, like
3: that I don't know if Campbell Brown had any job besides don't let anyone smash Gary Ablett and fair enough that needed to be yeah. done
2: more yeah. or less but I feel with GWS, what they did was they already understood from the get go we, we can get leadership but it's not going to have a bigger impact as the structure we put around our yeah. team and so I think they built up what they lacked in leadership on the field for
1: resources off the field absolutely mm. and uh, clubs always bring out the, the culture thing yeah. Um maybe it is highlighted because of how bad it's been at Gold Coast. Yeah. But you know, they pick up players like Josh Hunt, yeah. who was too old, too slow. Yeah. But he had a wise head on him um mm. and a big body. And they needed big bodies around all these eighteen year olds. Yeah. Yeah. He performed his job for one or two seasons.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He uh, was value for money.
1: Absolutely was. And had a gun, you know, boot as well. That yeah, helped.
3: Well it's sort of the money ball approach.
2: He'd also been around good players, so I'm guessing he would have had experience in other people being that role to him yes. when he was yeah. sort of developing.
1: So it comes back, I think, to the attitude of those senior players because when you compare it to the Gold Coast where you had, um, look, Nick Malcheski as an example, yeah. who's coming off an all-Australian season. He goes up there and, you nah. mm. could be bothered, Yeah. Um, and other players who uh, they got who never had the ability or was so far past it, it wasn't worth bothering with.
3: Yeah. It does seem that Gold Coast is a tale of two camps, though. Like you've got Ablet Swallow and the Jesus Squad and the Cokeheads. Yeah, they just—it's not like they dislike each other. They just don't associate with each there's, other. There's no overlap. Yeah, there's no. Uh,
1: well, maybe Gary Senior is the overlap. But...
3: <laughs> 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 See, that's maybe. what they need to do: bring him in to bring the <laughs> two <laughs> groups together. I tell you, he might get a game. <laughs> You're like we're not so different, you see, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, twenty fifteen for GWS, uh, where are their best wins? And I think it's they had uh, eleven wins on the year, which is a great result. You know, the first time in double figures, yeah, um, for the number of wins. But their best win, it's clearly it's got to be the game against Hawthorne, doesn't it?
3: I think that that's what I had. What do you have, Josh? Well, well it would be the one they'd uh, love the most. They would put as as pa- harsh as this is to say there would be an asterisk against it. a benchmark because Hawthorne did have a couple of key outs but even so the Premiership side lacking three of their best 22 they still should have accounted for GWS
1: yeah and led for most of the day yeah, Yeah. Um, including I think they kicked the first goal in the final quarter and then GWS kicked the rest I think they kicked Um, five
2: in a row or something stupid something like that that. Um,
1: and Mumford was the difference in the side they could not get past Mumford they had a lot of points in that last quarter but Hawthorne um, with their precision kicking couldn't find a target yep. um, so, yeah so yep okay Hodge didn't play Lewis didn't play big deal there's still 22 players out there yep. and majority of them for Hawthorne were Premiership players so missing two you're right there's there's something to be there but that's the game so I yeah. don't think there's an asterisk there I think it's their second best win of their career of their no, life.
3: I think GWS would have an asterisk against it themselves just because yeah, maybe they want to benchmark themselves and against the premiership standards and look you can only beat the team on the field yes but they would definitely look forward to their next match against Hawthorne and Hawthorne would be fucking motivated to give them a fair hiding, and that would be their benchmark to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And they should hold themselves to a higher standard now.
3: Mm. And that's essentially Um, the same. But the other thing, the other match for mine was against uh, Carlton towards the end of the season. Carlton were fucking, they'd quit. But GWS just went, we don't give a fuck. We're keeping the foot in the throat and putting you guys away. And gave them... It wasn't quite uh, 100 points. I think it was about 80 points. I'm pretty sure it was around 22, 23. Yeah, they ended up winning by what? Th- 70, 81 points. 12, 13 goals, yeah. yeah. Um, and Carlton had given up after about round 19. So you, you can't take much out of that in the game itself, but just that ruthlessness to. You know, GWS weren't playing finals. They. Uh, no, they weren't playing finals at that time. I no. didn't boot it out. No, um, but they still had the hunger to put Carlton to the fucking sword and to give kick him twenty fake. goals. Yeah. yeah, twenty goals is a great score. And back it up the next week against uh, Melbourne with a bit of a poor effort. But even so, up at home, you give the crowd something to see.
2: Um, and also, they were in the, in the had a chance for a final spot, I think, with twenty
3: two, but twenty three was definitely gone.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think they needed a lot of results yeah. to go their way.
3: And I think I've got a feeling that round twenty one, the loss where they got smashed by Sydney, put them out of finals contention. Uh, uh, I, I could, could be wrong. You could you could wrong. Have I'd have, been, have to check two,
2: it. Could have too. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing is, one of the knocks on GWS has always been that they're a young squad and they run out of legs in the last Late quarter of the year. But yeah, yeah at some point you are better off with a bit of experience as a younger athlete to be able to have more endurance, I'd imagine, surely.
1: Mate, it's got to be there somewhere. Like
2: a, I'd imagine that a 24-year-old would have more endurance than a 30, 30-year-old or something like that. Yeah, but a lot of the times a
1: yeah. 30-year-old knows where to run and when and yeah. can you know be smarter about it.
2: Well, that, that, that's probably true, yeah. So, I, well, I would suspect that at some point that sort of diminishing t- return you get from having a youthful squad would... Yep turn into a big advantage yeah. as long as you can hold on to them. Mm. Absolutely. I guess um, it's
3: like sex. A young lad goes hell for leather for as long as he can. Yeah. An older bloke sort of takes his time and maybe has a bit of a, well, a rest in between. You,
2: a young bloke can fuck like, you know, five chicks on a weekend, but when you're older, you got to miss it, so it's just the one chick. You know, <laughs> and, and you can roll over. say, and all and so, right. Sweetheart, you, you have your turn now. You're I'll right. just lay here. <laughs> and you get smarter about it, how to hide it. I just, yeah. got, out, I just got Fallout 4, so... <laughs> It's funny because it's Um, true. (laughs) The
1: other win that deserves to be mentioned is against the Adelaide Crows. Yeah. Um, I believe that their average losing margin against the Crows was something like 80 points. Um, Well, this is one where uh, not only did they beat the Crows, but they led from start to finish. Yeah. Um, And uh, really never looked headed. They looked controlled.
3: Well, yeah. To me, that is the better benchmark. They've taken on, was it pretty full strength Adelaide Crows from memory? And Crows fought back. And fought back hard several times, but they were able to absorb it. You know, turn the momentum back around and had a, a, a massive amount of highlights in every quarter. The second quarter was probably their poorest, but they were still able to fight back from Adelaide getting a bit of a run on of a few goals.
1: Yeah,
2: you're right. It did a lot. They ran out. Of, well, just looking purely at the stats, a lot they ran out of legs for a bit in the fourth quarter. It was very Adelaide dominant, but yeah, you're you around, they did a good yeah, hold. Yeah, but on. you got
1: a ten goal lead at three quarter time. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you've you built themselves yourselves into that sort of position. But it was a mature effort from the side. Um, Yeah. Now, on to the other side of the coin then, where are their worst losses? Um, I think they've still got uh, a few issues there, especially with travel. Um, You know, both of their big wins were home wins. It's those big away wins that they're looking for. um, And they didn't have very many of them during the year.
3: Well, for mine, the worst loss from a franchise perspective is against Sydney because... Sydney are a great side and are going to be a good side for the next few years as well, even with losing players. Well,
1: they're never going to fully bottom out. Yeah. Because the APL can't afford them to.
3: Well, yeah. But, um, you know, you're at your home ground. People are going to be visiting, having a look, new mem- potential members, and you get smashed by the cross town rivals. Yeah,
1: it's still a whisper that you could sneak into finals. Yeah, yeah. It's,
3: it's about where they're at, at that stage. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's a terrible loss... Uh, when you're trying to build a profile, I think the worst thing was
2: they gave up after half time. They yeah. really put in fuck all effort. Mm. Kennedy did whatever he wanted to. Yeah. I think Tippett even kicked five. So, <laughs> you, right, right there, you're not being accountable for anybody.
1: You got to work hard to make Tippett look good. Yeah, but even no.
2: though you can, Tippett kicked five and Kennedy does whatever he wants, where the fuck was
3: your defence? What were they doing? A lot of them were in the stands.
2: Yeah, I think they're getting a pie and a beer and <laughs> chilling out. Uh, doing a Marlon but, Samuels but or whatever the, fuck the it
3: worst was. thing about that though is. You know, coming towards the fourth quarter, you're getting smashed by 15 goals. How are you going to sledge the full forward? Well, like, even when it's Tippett, you've got plenty of ammo, but he's kicked five on you. This is why men are built with two fists.
1: <laughs> it's hard to sledge Tippett as it is, because you, you sledge him, then you got to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: This is why I should be offended, you dumb fuck. <laughs> I'd love to see Heath Shaw run over like the huddle. Grab the whiteboard, come back over, draw a diagram. Like, Here's what I was fucking telling you, and it's just a penis.
0: <laughs>
1: he'd get the, the librarian. He'd get the whiteboard out, surely, <laughs> dust him up on it. Um, and the other one I put was West Coast in round five because this is when they still had all their players, but the big trip across the the country, um, and they thought that you know these these poor losses should be um, out of their uh, repertoire by yeah. now. But to play a game of AFL footy and kick four goals for the afternoon with their forward line, yeah. it's, it's not good enough.
3: Yeah, And it, I think there was a time where everyone was saying West Coast are overrated too. Or flat track bullies. Yeah, and, and you know, oh, they're being flattered by the draw and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, hindsight would probably show that was, well, wrong. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it'd be... Anytime you're losing by over five goals is disappointing. Over 10 goals is terrible. And 15, yeah. Just only kicking four only kicking that's That's disgusting. Did you ever play, uh, I don't
2: know, me and my mates used to play uh, football on a darts board? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know that game. Yeah, you know the game? Like four goals nine is a darts football score. <laughs> it's like if you get four <laughs> goals in the game, pissed. you're like, you know, that was all right. Was you did a good effort. Done, you know, yeah, a couple of pints and you'll be better. But um, for a, a
3: professional team to kick four goals is embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing was Benny Cuzz picked him up from the airport. Man, yeah, that That backfired. And they never actually landed from there. <laughs> they kept flying.
1: But, I mean, uh, three years ago, this is the expectation. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if this happened, you go, yeah, well. Yeah. If this happened in round 23, you go, okay, they're a bit, you know, the, their best players are injured, the young players are tired. Yeah. This is round five. Yeah. It just it was not good enough.
3: Yeah. Well, they're pretty much full strength there. Um, Close enough to it. And that's where I, I think you're justified in giving them an old-fashioned spray.
2: Of course you are. Yeah, yeah. And that's um, because they can't rely on their stars who have been in injury trouble for a while. Soon or later, they have to have a, a sort of a, a, the meat that will fill out that skeleton that they're trying to build. Yep. Hmm.
1: Um, so standouts for this year um, for the GWS. Uh, who have we got? Now, I, th- I think there's one um, in Cam McCarthy because mm. I didn't know he was an AFL player last year. Yeah, um, that's and then he come on board and looks like uh, the, the future, as good as looks Jeremy like an all Cameron,
3: all Australian potential captain. He seems to have that. Um,
1: Je ne sais quoi?
3: Well, I wasn't. Gonna, I was going to say that maturity, that um, old man head, uh, Robert Harvey ish, yeah. his ability to handle pressure. I, mean, I, th- I think he's definitely going to take Fred to the next flag. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's the issue. That's the big asterisk next to him. Um, I think it's good that we don't hear from him much. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's... Uh, yeah, he can let his manager do the talking because if the manager talks bullshit, yeah, that's what their managers are for.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. And, I mean, it was everyone, every man and their dog trying to get back to Western Australia for because yeah. uh, they're... This off-season. Yeah, they're afraid of being away from home or some shit. I don't know. Uh, or, uh,
1: yeah. or they got shares in mines, I don't know.
3: About eight players have been tagged to bring Freo the next flag. Yeah, this is true. Um, so, but, I mean, I've never been to Perth,
2: but I couldn't imagine it, it's that fantastic that you'd want to go there from all over the country. Otherwise, we'd all be on that side of the fucking coast, <laughs> not on the east side, wouldn't we?
1: Apparently. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess they, they really are that homesick. It's, it's such a different uh, different place, I guess. Um,
3: well, you know, you can go see Auntie Genie whenever you want
1: to. I'm going to say, surely they've got Skype or something, you know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think
2: Dylan Shill... Um, no, not Dylan. Um, yes, brother? Dylan Shill. Yeah. Daniel. No, Dylan. Dylan. Dylan, yeah. He was um, absolutely Yeah. Yeah. Uh, muscled up as well. Didn't he? What mm. they needed mm. was some physicality around the ball.
1: He's always had the right frame. Yeah. Um, and he's, yeah. he's looking, you know, Daniel Kerr-ish. Yeah. Um, with a couple more, a uh, bit more height on him. Yeah. Um, he was my Smoky for the Brownlow at the halfway mark. I mean, yeah. Fife was always going to win it. Yeah. But he was my, if there's an upset, it could yeah. be him. But yeah. unfortunately, injuries caught him.
3: Yeah. Which brother's better, do you think? I, obviously, um, Hawthorne winning the flag... That shield's not going
1: to be too fast. Yeah, they're they're not brothers, though. Are they? And they also have different surnames.
3: Well, never mind then.
1: Um, But otherwise, I mean, if they were brothers, um, I'd still take Liam for now. Yeah. Liam Shields. Um, But Dylan Shield will be better. Yeah. He's a midfielder that you can build around. Yeah. Because um, you can and bust they, through they got and he's got a, got
2: speed. they got a few that are backing up too that are coming through as well. Well, they've got to hold on to them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. Callum Ward as well. Um, the other one I want to mention is Toby Green, who yeah. looked like he's just finished being altar boy on Sunday morning to play <laughs> sun, Sunday afternoons. I you,
1: he looks like that. He doesn't act like that. Exactly. He seems, <laughs> like, he
2: seems like a right little cunt. Yep. <laughs> but the thing is, look at his thighs, man. They are fucking man. massive. And he can kick the ball a long way.
1: He's one of those players. I haven't seen the
2: sun for a while, but he's stable. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's one say. of those players, he does seem like he's a little bit of a cunt, but if he yeah. was your cunt,
2: you'd love like Yeah, you'd,
1: you'd love the little fucker. He's a, uh, not quite Ballantine esque but yeah, um, yeah. certainly towards that end of the spectrum.
2: Yeah, and, he, and he's just far back enough from
3: that, that side of the spectrum that I'd, I'd you know probably support him. He's not a whiny cunt either. He'll do something stupid. Give away a free kick and be like, yeah, fair enough, and just get on with it. He won't whinge and bitch.
1: On all accounts, though, the GWS boys have been chirpy from day one.
3: Yeah, good on them. I
2: uh, like
1: that. You like, I remember in those uh, what do they call uh, grilled segments that the AFL puts out? They're oh, yeah. uh, asking who are the best sledges, and there was a lot of the senior, yeah. play, senior players are going GWS like they're talking it up for guys that are getting <laughs> <Yeah>. flogged <laughs> week in, yeah. week out. Um, but anyway, that's good. But the, the good thing is, like those standout players we just mentioned, being uh, McCarthy and Shields and uh, Toby Green, they're foundation players
2: yep. Um, yep. for them. So yep.
1: they're ones that they've built up. Yeah. Um, the other standouts for him are the senior players. Yeah. And we've already gone through Heath Shaw. Who, I mean, who picked him to leave Collingwood and get a best and fairest?
3: Honestly, I thought he
2: was just taking a paycheck. I thought he was making up numbers. I thought one season contract and then get a gig on 3 yeah.
1: w or something. Yep. Um, but he was best and fairest and all Australia. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, and look, as and a backline it. general, he has been the best in the league. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as referenced by the All-Australian nod, but... He has been an absolute revelation, leading that group.
1: Sorted himself out because, uh, especially his last year, maybe two years in Collingwood. I mean, he was arguing Mm -hmm. with his teammates as much as anything else. Yeah, people listen to him. Well, maybe that's what it is. Now the the guys aren't arguing back; they're listening to him. But he's also got Joel Patful down the back there, who Uh fell into GWS's lap to a certain extent. And he's a a dual best and fairest at Brisbane, who wanted to move to Sydney, and they did the right thing by him. Yeah, but he, he hasn't treated this. Uh, stage of his career as a uh, paid holiday, he, yeah. he's working hard and doing what he does best. Yep. Uh, and proving that that tandem between uh, Shaw and Patful, you know, first season from both yep. uh, in the same side, did uh, did okay, yep. did really good.
2: Uh, I was really impressed with Jeremy Cameron as well for uh, a couple of standout games that he had where, above everything else, he played above his talent by showing heart. Especially, yep. there was one, it might have even, maybe it was the entrenchment, I can't remember, but uh, I just turned the TV on. And there was a dude with his head wrapped up like a mummy. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is that? And then he snapped a goal from maybe 40 out on the boundary mm. line. I was yeah. like, holy... Oh, Cameron. Of course Cameron. it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's the only one in the G2S squad that can do that.
3: Well, Cameron did really well considering McLaren had a shit engine this year. <laughs> um,
1: And uh, Mumford, obviously. Mumford would have been their best and fairest if he'd lasted the whole year. Yeah, um, But yeah, for easy. when we're told that, you know, the, the game's moving on and um, it's good to see there is still a spot for that lumbering Ruckman. Yeah. He can get himself to the contest. Um, he's as good on the tackle as he is on the sausage in in bread. Um, <laughs> what but- are with that, <laughs> He gets his sausage. So he's a like, he, the he, sausage and the bread there. You've heard the stories about him at Sausage Night. Yeah. Like, he put, put away a good 40 or 50. Jesus. Um, at the club night. Uh, I think that was down at, when he was at Geelong.
3: Yeah, not the sausage party Stevie Johnson wanted to join. But no. no. <laughs> um,
1: but, I mean, he's, uh, he is the best tackling ruckman. Yeah, um, going yeah, around say so, yeah. and when he gets a tackle he doesn't drive the head into the ground but god damn he makes him feel it yeah. there's been some bone shakers in there
2: I think what you do is as a ruckman you just grab him and then just go limp yeah.
1: he goes forward he, he, <laughs> it is timber and here it comes it's called the Cosby <laughs> I not think he slipped him anything <laughs> <laughs> hell. hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place
3: Only when playing Essendon. He
2: might have slipped on something when they were down. Sausage. Sausage.
1: Uh, (laughs) So, I mean, 11 wins, 11 losses. That's not bad. That's a 50-50 record um, for the first time. And, you know, something that they can really build on for this year.
3: Well, yeah. Yeah. They're obviously going to index themselves against Gold Coast, and they got that covered. Well and truly.
1: Yeah. Um, Not only do they get uh, Gold Coast covered this year, but they've covered Gold Coast's best year already. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's look at 2016. Uh, the first thing we always look at is uh, list changes. So we've got a couple of senior inns. Uh, firstly, Dawson Simpson, yeah. um, who will uh, give them a little more uh, freedom around the ruck.
3: That there bloke. won't be a lot of eyes on him either because of the other in being Stevie J.
1: Being Stevie J. What a great in. Yeah. Oh, look, it, it's value for perfectly. everyone.
3: Uh, he's got on-field leadership, coaching potential, and his contract will probably be back-ended with coaching. Um He's made no secret that he wants to be a coach. No. Now yeah. he can be
1: an on-field coach. He can be, to that forward line, what Heath Shaw is to the yeah. back and line. And if their sledges yeah. are already that high,
2: oh,
3: fuck, they're going to be
1: superstar <laughs> sledges yeah.
2: now. And already right, know he's trying going to, give it to me I'll show you what to do
1: with it. <laughs> <laughs> he's never shy. Yep. Never shy of a handball receive. Um, but also, the pressure will be off Johnson um, a lot too, because he doesn't have to justify his place or yeah. his contract. Mm, yeah. He knows he's got one or two years and that's all.
3: He's not captain like Ablett, so he's not under, yeah. you know have gone down there to save the day. It will be funny to see when they do play Gold Coast though Just see how Stevie J and um, Gary handle not being uh, part of Geelong and still being opponents because he'll be telling all the boys how to sledge him. Absolutely. Yeah. And the uh, Geelong guys would probably still respect Gary, so they wouldn't do it, but so you, GWS will give him absolutely hiding. I mean, I'm sure
1: they will sledge him, but <laughs> I don't know what difference it's going to make. And I reckon Stevie
2: J's like, mark this one down as his best chance to win a Brownlow, so he's going to tell everyone, <laughs> give me the fucking ball. Just make sure that kind of stays away from me. The problem is,
1: I think he spent the uh, GWS's first year, he spent sledging them saying, you know, I've got more premierships than you blokes have won games. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, now he's, uh, he's one of them, so... Yeah, I'm sure there's a few that have... Uh, yeah, Stevie, remember four years ago when you said this?
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but and Enjoy deep, your locker. <laughs> he's, he's not going to back down. He's like, yeah, I said that. You guys like, sucked.
1: Yeah. yeah, so where'd you park your car again, Stevie? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the expensive one over there, dickheads. That's how you negotiate a contract. <laughs>
1: um, but, but the big issue for GWS, and it's been their issue uh, basically for, since they started, is hanging on to players. Yeah. Um, so they're yeah. outs for this year. Now, listen to this. Thomas Bug, Kirtley Hampton, Jed Lamb, Liam Sumner, Jacob Townsend, Adam me. Plus, plus another half a dozen of yep. um, guys that haven't uh, played games. Um, they hurt. Yeah. Because um, they're uh, players that are going to be uh, in the best 22 in 2017, 2018, Yep. you'd hope to turn into 100 and 150 gamers yeah and it's consistent that they've lost these kind of guys
3: yeah it's the sort of thing it's always going to happen when you're making a team from scratch especially when they went young
1: and have so many top draft picks you're going to lose some but geez, yep. they've lost a lot
3: but I yeah. feel like this, this year was the
2: best they did at offsetting what yeah. they lost
3: I don't think they've lost anything they didn't have backup of like Trello to me is the, the big one yeah um but there was always going to be one or two. And if you had to pick between, you know, Trelaw, Cameron, Ward, he's sort of the one that he's going to be your lower uh, hurting loss kind of thing. I guess
1: it wasn't a surprise. I mean, it was no. on the cards from round one.
3: Yeah, but um, I, f- I feel
1: for Trelaw,
2: one of the worst places he could have gone to was Collingwood because there's so much him. competition for what he's going to sort of play for in any spots. And it's going to be hard for him to be a standout. In
3: Collingwood than it is it's in harder else. to make finals in Collingwood than
1: it is for JBS. maybe too You definitely get a game there but even like yeah. bugs are better than average player yeah, or yeah. he's yeah. going to be um, Hampton I thought was coming along he's going to be a handy second or third key position backman um, yeah. and I thought he, he's got some good mobility about him as well and Liam Sumner he showed some hardness um, again, not best twenty-two, but I thought these are nice depth players. Yeah, they're not clogging the list. Yeah, because of their age.
2: And you want to have competition for those spots as well, because the team tends teams uh, tends to motivate the people yep. who are uh, sort of vying for those positions.
1: Um, and even Townsend, um, yeah. he, he's gone to Richmond, I think. Yeah, um, you know, there's, there's another good player, but um, that's what another seven or eight players that are two or three years in the system. Yeah, that are being replaced... Well, two of them are being replaced by senior players, but the rest are going to be replaced by more draft picks.
2: Yeah, and you're strengthening the
3: clubs that you're going to be trying to play against C- competing against, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. So, an AFL fan. I, I just hope Patton's healthy. Oh, because he is a reason to turn up to a game.
1: We actually yeah. had a couple of games of him this year where he looked like it, injuries were behind him. Yeah. And when he's kicking kicking bombs from 60, like drop punts from 60 off three steps and they're going through half goalpost high just yeah. go... God damn, this kid's got something.
3: Yeah, it's like Jonathan Brown and Sav Rocker became Super Saiyan and merged together. A could move. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, it's a bloke his size should not move the way he does.
1: And he's always had that expectation on him. I remember the first time I ever saw him was uh, Richo interviewing him on the sidelines. Yeah. And he was staring Richo in the eyes. And you're like, holy shit. And he had yeah. the
3: mass as well. He, he didn't have Absolutely. a young... Um, I've got to grow into my body, sort no. of build. He, he was like, oh, "I've just eaten a tank." Yeah, and yeah. I'm still hungry.
1: But now this is Rico yeah. three. Hasn't worked out for him.
2: Yeah. yeah,
3: that's why. I hope he does something
2: else. I just think footy's not for him. You just can't handle it. You've got one left. Got a whole life ahead yeah.
1: of you. And you he be, already
2: had what, three knee Ricos. I think it's three. But fuck that. Your shoulders man. not good either. Do
1: something else. Um, so th- I mean, that's that one's going to hurt. Um, and what we uh, sorry, I mentioned draftees there too. Uh, from the main draft, they got four players. Um, Jacob Hopper, Matthew Kennedy, Harrison Himmelberg, and Matthew Flynn. None of them, uh, sorry, all of them academy players. Yeah. None
2: of them Lockie Tiziani.
1: None of them Lockie Tiziani, which is obviously their biggest mistake yep. and why they'll finish last this year. Yep. Um, <laughs> but you can see that uh, I think they all, all their picks were matched academy bids as well. Yep. So you can see that the go home factor is certainly part of them. Yep. Um, or they're you know, putting in measures that, okay, we want locals. Yeah. Um, the, if we're going to invest in these kids long term,
3: you know, yep. th- th- there's something there for it. Which us. I think is a fairly intelligent way to do it. Yeah.
1: It's not a bad way to do it.
2: Well, that's yeah. it. You recruit one local, you get at least like a family worth <laughs> of 20 or 30 supporters. <laughs> there's another three memberships. Exactly. Yeah. It's almost worked in Tasmania, hasn't it, for Hawks and they got a few Tassie guys in
1: there? we got a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it is, you want to back yourself that if you can get the best talent available that you can hold on to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't help. Sorry, it doesn't hurt. Have a little insurance on the side. Yeah, which is what they've got. Just take their passports. <laughs> <laughs> so, looking at uh, their uh, season twenty sixteen, their double ups. Um, geez, they got some. They got some tough ones. When it comes to double ups, they, I think they might have almost the hardest ones out there. They got Frio, Sydney, Port, Geelong, and then Gold Coast.
2: Jesus, yeah, that's that's a bit rough.
1: Rough.
3: I would have said so, except for Patty Ryder. Uh, Patty out of Port makes a difference that's a big hole in Port and I don't know they've got the Ruckstock to cover him
1: yeah it, it is but it is just one well I guess they lost Monfries as well yeah, um, But
3: he, I don't know if Monfries would be a guaranteed best 22
1: still would you rather play Port twice or somebody <laughs> like Melbourne
3: yeah yeah easy
2: I'd um, go I'd or <laughs> Essendon.
1: Um I'd say it's, it's a disappointment that they don't have double up games against Bulldogs or Melbourne because they're the two teams they could yeah. almost try and manufacture a rivalry against, yep. besides Sydney. Yeah. Um, so it's a shame that they uh, didn't uh, didn't try and push that through.
3: Yeah, I'd, I honestly have no idea why they're not... Either the AFL or GBUS or Western Bulldogs aren't building up the rivalry. Both teams could use it. And they had legitimate reasons for it. Yeah, and look, feed off the hate. Everyone loves that uh, rivalry story of, you know, you nicked our player, we, fuck you. So... Build on it. Let that story tell itself on the field. You know, double it up. Get people going. Get people. I won't say booing because that's not no really fuck it. Done boo. Yeah, boo. Boo yeah, just, yeah, just, just not any. Anyway, fuck it. Uh, um, but
1: it, it is disappointing um, because I mean they've got the crosstown rivalry. You know, the battle of the bridge. You know, everyone's sort of uh, yeah. just so. No yeah, who the shit. fuck named that? Uh, yeah, probably <laughs> probably shady to be honest. Um, Doesn't
3: the bridge go north south anyway? There,
1: there's more than one bridge. It's the only one in the city that I know
3: uh, oh no, there's Parramatta hold um, should it be Hezbollah versus <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
3: yeah
1: there's genuine reasons for the rivalry is what I was trying to say it, it's organic um, yeah. so embrace it and sell the fuck out of it Mm. Um, and, and try and make marquee matchups out of it. You know, something that you'd look forward to year in, year out.
2: Yeah, treat yourselves. Make some money out of this game.
1: Fucking O, may as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, They're big games um, for 2016. I've got the home game in round 16 against Collingwood um, because the simple fact is home games against Collingwood make money.
0: Mm. Every yeah.
1: single club out there wants to play their home game, uh, their Collingwood games at home. Yeah. Um, GWS got a chance again this year. Um, and for all the hate Collingwood gets, they do try and um, be accommodating with who yeah. they give home games to and mm, that kind yeah. of stuff. And they do try and look after little clubs. Yeah.
3: Well, the other thing is too, they've got a home game against Richmond. And Richmond have been drawing bigger crowds than Collingwood. Uh, locally they have. Locally. In, in Melbourne. I don't know whether they can afford to travel, but <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to see which game gets the bigger crowd. i still put money on the Collingwood game. I'd like... Look, the smart money would be on it. Yeah, but I'd love if Richmond are up and about, and there's a chance of finals. Which, unless it's mathematically impossible, all Richmond supporters think there' a chance of finals. Uh, they play what is it, round eighteen, uh, uh, roughly 17. there. Seventeen. I, I reckon you could see a few travel.
1: Well, hopefully, I mean, if they do, that's a big. That's another big feather in Richmond's cap. You know, they've been knocking off some big. Uh, uh, Milestones in the last couple of years,
3: so yeah, I've been everyone's party. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if they can uh, outdraw uh, Collingwood, and look, same day, same time, too.
3: Yeah, it might be Heath Shaw's 200th or something, so they'll fuck that up for him. Um, I don't yeah, know, if he, he
1: might have already played 200. Nah, no, 250. Who whatever. cares? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 300, 400. Fuck it, everyone's playing 400 these days.
3: I
2: just noticed they've got a double up against the Western Australian teams at home. I'd like to see them put in two good performances there against who will be definitely front runners for premierships, where Algida West oh. will be fighting for uh, finals berth.
1: Well, that is a big run home, too. Yeah. Um, the last three weeks of the season, they got uh, Eagles, Frio, and North. Yeah. Like, we expect that. Uh, all three of those will be competing for finals. Yeah, and especially you know uh, round twenty-three, it could be do or die against North, and they yeah. could be competing for North. Yeah, um, for that uh, you know mm. uh, last spot in the eight or something like that.
2: For who plays Richmond in the first round of the finals? For who plays Richmond <laughs> in the first round of the finals?
1: Um, so uh, who are we looking for a big year from GWS?
2: Who's the coach again? <laughs> Leon Cameron. Cameron, a big big year out of him, I reckon. Another
1: Clarkson assistant.
2: Yeah, well, I think it's come to the point now where you've got players who have sort of put their hand up what role they want to play in, in, in a team. So yeah. I think a lot of it will come down to how they're managed. So I'd like to see aggressive strategies and not defensive ones on yeah. the GRS behalf. So yeah, I think Cameron's the one to really put the, the foot down and drive them forward. But it's it's going to be tough to... Once they get that little taste of, of they can do it, especially yeah. for a young squad, then that belief is instant and it's really hard to quell that. Like, look at St Kilda, what they've done, where it doesn't matter how much they're down, they can come back. So I think
3: that starts from the top down. Yeah, one interesting thing I've just seen, they play one game at the G for the whole season. It's in round one. Really? Yeah. Who against? Uh, Melbourne, which they should give Melbourne a fair hiding, to be honest. But uh, it's just odd that the scheduling is set up so that they only play one game at the G. Um, It looks like... Actually, it looks like there's only a, a couple of trips to Melbourne itself. Yeah, they play a few at Eddie had, I think. Yeah, they maybe. got a, they got a two or three, about four. four. But yeah. Um, yeah, the one game at the G's interesting schedule. But anyway, big years you you want Patton um, to have a full season. I yeah,
1: guess okay, so. You just you don't want him injured. Yeah. yeah. If he kicks ten goals for the year, but he's still standing in round twenty three, win.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's um, all you know. What. Trade Ditto. him. <laughs> get, get value. Yep. Ditto with Mumford. Um, you want him playing the whole season. Yep. Um, his injury was just. You know, one of those things that just can happen to big guys. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's a big guy injury.
3: Yeah, I'd, I don't think it'd um, shorten his career, any. But he's a big guy, and they don't tend they yeah. don't tend to last the longest.
1: Um, I've the also Fletcher got uh, Lockie Whitfield because he's uh,
3: you know a, a
1: top draft pick, a number one draft pick, yep. a couple of years in the system now. It, it's time to perform. Yeah. Um, you know, there are other number one draft picks in. Hatton has been injured. Yeah. Boyd has flown the coop. Yeah. Um, so you want him to show... He, he's a ball winner, not a key position player.
2: Okay, definitely, because I forgot about him. That's like... Yeah, no one <laughs> drafting, exactly. You know, so. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it was first year this year, so... Yeah. Or, no, second year this year, so... Yeah. Um, coming into his third, he's got to start performing. And Will Hoskin-Elliot. Uh, we saw glimpses of what he's capable of. Yep. Um, he's, uh, we know he's a big fan of The Rock, too. Is he uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you you got you to Google that. When really? He got to meet The Rock. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's
2: right. Yeah, I remember that.
1: Um, so we know it's in there. Um, he should be uh, growing into his body now and starting to fill out a little bit so he can't be pushed off the ball as much. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's, he's got a lot to offer, I think. Yeah. Um, so who's on the chopping block then?
0: Uh... Well, I'll tell you
1: what, I've got one name on here in Cam McCarthy. This is a real year for him to show... Uh, if he's still serious, yeah, or if he's got the Sooks, and he's just waiting mm. out his year,
3: um, yeah, yeah, I can. If
1: he signs, you know, another contract at GWS, that's a massive win for them. Yeah, but I can't see it happening.
3: Well, if it gets to say round five and he hasn't signed, he's not going to.
1: Yeah, I, I think. Yeah,
3: yeah, actually, probably right there. Um, He'll be like, oh, waiting in the season, blah blah blah. Yeah, we saw that with Dangerfield. and We all knew what was going to happen there too.
1: Look. <laughs>
2: I think it's tough because you've got Sonia Hill. Well, you've got a lot of players that are vying for a couple of key spots. Um, I think with the recruitment of Scully and all the hype that come around him, yeah. he's got to deliver it this season or. You,
1: I think it's the last year of his initial contract. Yeah, sorry. which was
2: fucking huge. Massive. And they're not going to get anything of that back from trading him out. No. So you need to make him work within that system. But we look at the people who he's going to be competing against. It's
3: tough to see how he's going to sort of surpass the life of Shields and. That. Well, yeah, you need a good season for Shield too. I mean, you know, especially with his brother doing so well at Hawthorne, you're going to need to see him actually put that next level and move to full elite yeah. status. If well, his brother was
2: any sort of brother, he'd be telling him the final strategies. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> his first half of the year was elite. You know, yeah, um, it's just yeah, he yeah. didn't get to play the second half. Yeah, um, but he needs to follow that up. Yeah, um,
3: motherfucker, cost me my dream team.
1: I've also got <laughs> Reese Palmer down now. He's a former Nab or Norwich Rising Star winner. Um, and he beat Cyril Rioli for for that honor. <laughs> um he's still one of their big uh, signings when they got on they lured him over. Um, he's not taking that leadership role that you would have hoped. Um, and it starts to go, you know what? The, the kids might be catching up to him. Yeah. In which case you got to go say, well what is your role here? Yeah, champ? what
2: do you do? What do you do? <laughs> like Are you got a
1: jokes? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, sorry, the thing I meant to say about Tom Scully. Now, he obviously hasn't progressed into the absolute gun that they were hoping he was. Yeah. yeah, you know, number one draft pick as well. Yeah. Um, but he's turned into a competent run with player. Yeah. You don't want to pay a million per season for a run wi- with player, but mm. at the end of the day, they found a role for him. Yeah. So at least he's not a total loss. Certainly not value for money, mm-hmm. but fuck it. You, you've already paid it. You signed the contract. Yeah. That's a, a sunken cost.
3: Well, when you've got a million dollar hammer, you go looking for a nail.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, and at least they found something for him. Um, but you know he's five years in the system now, so yeah. he, he should be should be doing better. Yeah, really. he should be doing better. But yeah. at the same time, you know what you've got with him. Yeah. Um, I've also I also put Toby Green down um, because, uh, like we said earlier on, he is a bit of a scallywag and can get into trouble off off field. Yeah. Um, as we've seen with other players, uh, the amount of trouble you're allowed to get into off field is comparable to how good you are on the field
2: yeah it's comparable to how in demand you are over in the west
1: <laughs> that too <laughs> so i think that if he wants to keep doing what he's doing off field he needs to pick up on field yeah. otherwise once that uh scale goes in the wrong direction you're, you're no good you're not there anymore
2: yeah and they're they they do not play vfl what's their that they're fucking Nifl. Nifl, yeah. isn't a it? shit house so
1: well i'm not saying it's shit house but Richard Tampling was runner-up, best and fairest last year.
3: <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> he was also captain, coach, and umpiring a few games. So, so there's a lot of people not really trying. <laughs> trying He's about. playing for the, the
1: I don't know. I think it's NT Thunder.
3: Empty Thunder.
1: N T uh, Thunder, as in Northern Territory. I
3: thought Empty Thunder would be his name. It
1: sounds like a good, you know. Um, Boxing name from the 80s. <laughs> Mr. The insulting Empty name.
3: Thunder! <laughs> you don't realise you're being insulted.
1: <laughs> I'm sure Empty Thunder was one of the guys Rocky rolled over in Rocky 4 <laughs> before he got to Drago. It
2: was Rocky 7, I think. It's coming up.
1: <laughs> um, so, 2016, where have we got them finishing?
2: I think I got them ninth, pretty sure. Yeah. Finishing ninth. Um, I think they'll just miss out on finals. Uh, but I wouldn't. Actually, I think they'll put them out of finals because I put Richmond in.
3: Right So I've got them 6th And I reckon They can have a stellar season But there's an asterisk Against everyone From 5th to 15th Yeah Probably 14th now But Essendon are fucked Yeah Um, It's going to depend on injury And if you can keep Your players on the field You're going to probably Look pretty good at finals If you have those 2 or 3 bad injuries That you just don't cover You're fucked
1: I've got them inside The finals as well Um, I've got them as 7th Um Now, the problem is their double-ups, they've got some really hard ones. I still count Port as a genuine top-four contender. Um, So the fact that they've got Frio, Sydney, Port, and Geelong, they're four potential top-four teams as their double-ups. The good thing is, um, if they're going to make finals, they need to win some of those games, especially the home games against those sides. If they can, um, you know, in those eight games against those teams, if they can win four, they're finals bound. Without look, a doubt,
2: and with those double up games, you want to win the first leg of those double ups because yeah. that gives you yeah. confidence against the other teams. Where you should really beat them, but a lot of times you find you slip against those games,
3: especially well, the first legs and away leg. Yeah, um,
1: and the Geelong ones are going to be very interesting, obviously yeah. because we've got Stevie J there. Yeah, um, and what do they get out of him? Because he's a smart footballer. Yeah, he's going to know a lot about the other team. He rises to a big occasion too. He does. He likes a big occasion.
3: Um, and so, he'll tell you all about it.
1: So we have got yeah. two of us have got him in the eight. And uh, and Bretton's right on the knocking on the door. So we're all predicting improvement.
3: Yeah. Mm. Substantial improvement. And look, if they make finals, they've got nothing to lose. They would be a dangerous opponent in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've got players who, you know, they don't give a fuck. They'll get a suspension if they get a win. Especially with the round... <laughs> 20... They don't care if they're not
2: playing week two of the finals. With the round 23 or 24 by or whatever now, yeah, yeah. I would imagine a young squad would have a far shorter recovery time mm-hmm. than the seasoned mm-hmm. veterans like Hawthorne and that. Very so true. probably
3: So they could benefit the most from that little break if they do make finals. Yeah, and it's not going to because they finish nice. It'd be a brilliant development too for these guys who young bodies, getting used to the content of AFL footy, to then play finals footy, which is yeah. everything's turned up another notch. Yeah. Um, that would be invaluable invaluable experience for a young squad
1: and really it's just, it will be just capping off um everything that they've done from inception yep. mm. in how sheedy has built the club and their um uh, recruiting processes and the you know setting up the fucking campus out in western sydney yeah. and yeah. um you know it just goes to show that they've gone for the slow build and the the progression's there
3: well if you said when they entered the uh, entered the uh, afl that finals in 5 years time you'd say you're full of shit that's something you'd aim for but you're going to really probably fall short I reckon they'll do it I mean obviously I've got them in six but um,
1: and, and like we said we yeah. compare them uh, to Gold Coast and if you uh, went year one Gold Coast got Ablett and they got Scully yeah you know yeah. but they've they've hit winners since then yep so th- there it is that's GWS um, hopefully good things and they can start to pull a yeah. crowd out
3: there and if but you're good. a fan you've got a lot to be excited about yeah. good luck Benny <laughs> good luck. <laughs> well done